1: Tantan's Morning News with Pam Cook continues now.
0: All right, on this Wednesday morning, it is uh, time now for us to head to Poland again, because our senior White House correspondent for Gray Television, Mr. John Decker, is there. And uh, he's got all the details on what an exciting day it was yesterday. Good morning, John.
1: Hey, good morning to you, Pam. That's right. Uh, The president speaking yesterday uh, to a really large crowd, the mayor's office uh, here in Warsaw, estimating about 30,000 people. That's probably the largest crowd that has ever uh, seen a Joe Biden speech uh, in the course of his public life, which is saying a lot given how long he's been in public life. Uh, But the speech uh, focused on the themes of Uh, pledging continued unity for NATO uh, as it relates to Ukraine, uh, opposing Russia, also saying in the speech directly to President Putin, you will not win this war. Uh, And I think that uh, was well received uh, by those who came out to hear the president speak. After all, Poland, uh, as you know, has been a country that's been under a totalitarian government before, so they understand what freedom means and they understand what freedom means to the Ukraine people.
0: Yeah, and I think there are some folks who may underestimate the the impact that this trip has had, especially on the folks uh, in Poland and in Ukraine.
1: Oh, I think it has an enormous impact not only uh, in Poland and Ukraine. The president, in fact, is meeting this afternoon with the leaders of nine countries that are members of NATO. These are the so-called Bucharest Nine. They're nine countries that formerly were under Soviet domination but are now A part of NATO. They're concerned about Vladimir Putin's ambitions uh, moving beyond uh, Ukraine, moving eastward, uh, perhaps into their countries. And the president will make it clear that the U.S. will always stand by them. NATO will stand by them. The NATO charter dictates an attack on one is an attack on all. And he'll reiterate to them during that meeting today.
0: So he has that meeting today. What else is on his agenda moving forward?
1: Well, beyond that, uh, the president met this morning with uh, something that presidents typically do when they travel abroad, and that's uh, actually visit the U.S. embassy in the city in which they're visiting. So that's what he did this morning, met with embassy staff here in Warsaw. Uh, the president, after he meets with the leaders of the Bucharest Nine, who were also on hand for the president's speech yesterday, uh, he'll uh, head over to the airport and start that long journey back to Washington, D.C. He arrives tonight tonight. In Washington, back at the White House, probably around the nine o'clock hour, uh, and then as it relates to later in the week, Friday through Monday, the president's going to take some downtime. This has been a long trip, uh, probably just so exhausting for him. So he's going to take some downtime in in Delaware and uh, get rejuvenated, get re-energized uh, for next week. But it's been a busy week for the president when you consider that secret trip that he took to Kiev, Ukraine. Uh, and and of course coming here for two days uh, and getting a lot accomplished as well
0: and we know it's been busy for him what about you you're still there <laughs>
1: <laughs> well I'm still here as the president's still here so yeah we're both here at the same time uh, I'll leave tomorrow morning so I'll begin the, my long trip back to Washington DC tomorrow morning Pam so looking forward to getting back into the good old USA but uh, it's been a very newsworthy trip a very newsy trip uh, here in Uh, Warsaw, when you factor in what preceded uh, the trip to Warsaw, and that's that secret trip to Ukraine.
0: Yeah. And I will mention again, you know, because we've seen the reaction from Russia and from uh, Putin, um, you know, in reaction to the president being there. And this this is something probably that's hard for him to stomach as well, isn't it?
1: Well, it is. You know, I I mean, look, I I think that uh, it's pretty remarkable the coalition that has been put together over the course of the past year. Vladimir Putin, the president's made this point himself, uh, thought that uh, uh, this particular uh, action by him would divide NATO in certain ways, that certain countries wouldn't be for imposing sanctions. Uh, but we haven't seen that. We've seen complete unity. And in fact, NATO is enlarging by the end of the year. Two additional countries will be a part of NATO. That's Sweden and Finland. I don't think that's uh, something that President Putin could have anticipated at the start of this war back on February the 24th of last year.
0: Am I missing anything, John, anything else out there that you wanted to mention?
1: No, I think that we, we covered everything as it relates to uh, what has happened over the course of the past few days. Uh, and what the president's focused on, I would not be surprised if the president, however, when he gets back to D.C., turns his attention to domestic issues. Uh, and I would not be surprised uh, if in the next few weeks, maybe the next two weeks, the president uh, travels to Ohio, travels to East Palestine uh, to see for himself uh, what the residents there are going through in the aftermath of that train derailment.
0: Yeah, I think that's what some folks are waiting for, so that's good to hear. Well, you have a safe trip back, and uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you on Friday.
1: We'll talk on Friday. Absolutely, Pam. Have a great day. Talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.